Welcome to my first, fourth episode of What Was the Reason? On this episode, we're going to be talking about gas prices. I know on my last episode, we talked about the problems between U.S. and Russia and Ukraine. But now we're just going to, you know, get into the aftermath of that situation. Um, yeah, remember that you can listen to this podcast and all of our other podcasts at Vox on voxatl.org. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud. So let's get into this episode. Okay, guys, so welcome to episode four. Today we have a special guest. Hello, my name is Amina. My pronouns are she, her, and I am 17 years old. Okay, okay. Thanks for introducing yourself, y'all. Y'all, Amina is so cool, and I thought it was good to have her on this um, podcast with me, because, you know, it's like, she's a fellow teen and stuff, and, you know, we're going into our senior year or whatever, trying to get cars, trying to drive and stuff, so I feel like this is a really good guest to have on this episode, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get into this episode, y'all. So, I know we have all seen, you know, the gasoline prices, you know, parents talking about it, people having problems, threatening to ride bikes and walk everywhere and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Because these gas prices... <laughs> You know, they're they're very much out of control, very much not, you know, not cooperating at all. Um, so yeah, how did you how did you find out or have you heard about the gas prices? And if so, like where? I definitely have. And I've like I had to pay gas fees when I went to Uber. Mm. So it's not just affecting my parents, it's affecting mm. me and I can't drive yet exactly like listen i'm trying to get a car i'm trying to start driving i'm getting my license it's like you know i'm trying to get out of here and now i gotta worry about these gas prices my dad is he drives trucks right now so it's like hitting them hard because he like he has a truck he has his own business and he drives trucks so like it's hitting them hard like real real so it's like you know Anyways, so yeah, I know we've all have heard and seen all the stuff about it, you know, the shade room. Unfortunately, that's where I get a lot of my information, you know, from the beginning of my information. Then I do my own research, but you know, we've seen all the stuff. So, you know, but you know, now I'm going to break it down for y'all, let y'all know what's really going on. So some background on it. Um, Russia's war in Ukraine led to the U.S. and Europe sanction on the capital of Russia including its crude oil, which makes up about 12% of the global market. The demand for oil has also bounced back after the pandemic, faster than the oil production. So like, you know, Russia, I mean, the U.S., you know, got mad at Russia and stuff like that. And, you know, all the stuff that's been going on with that situation. If you want to hear more about that, you know, since my last episode. But, um, and they cut off 
all of their oil. And so it makes up 12%, which does not sound like a lot, but like anything can knock it off, especially since um, they're not, they stopped producing oil as fast because of the pandemic, you know, nobody was going outside, you know, nobody was doing anything. So they definitely, you know, had to make some cuts, you know what I'm saying? So, mm, yeah. Um, while the United States has never imported significant amounts of oil from Russia, the commodity is traded on global markets and Europe was greatly dependent on Russian exports. So I think I think it, it affected US, but it hit Europe harder. And I don't know how that would necessarily hurt, but it hit Europe really, really bad because they depended on Russian exports. And we also, you know, depended on Europe and Russian exports and stuff. So just cutting them off, like it was small and stuff like that. And honestly, personally looking at the whole situation, I feel like Biden wasn't wrong for, you know, cutting off Russia, but it definitely had an effect on us, no matter how, you know, low or little small it was. So yeah, have you heard about the situation with um, Russia? Yeah, I have. I think that the sanctions were warranted mm -hmm. because we could not afford to go to war. Yeah. Um, I could not imagine modern day warfare. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the diplomatics, I think the efforts are good. I mean, they didn't really produce the results that we wanted. Right. But I think that it's worth it. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like he had to, you know, he had to do something. And instead of, I mean, he couldn't, as I talked about in my last episode, he couldn't really send soldiers to fight, you know, the Russians, because then that would start, as you said, a whole nother war, which I do not want <laughs> no parts of right now, you know, we still gotta, dang, we ain't even got out there inside the world yet, just thinking about teens and stuff, so a war right now, mm -mm, that's not necessarily what I'm going for, so I definitely, I definitely feel like he had to do something, and although, you know, we are affected and stuff, it was, I feel like, you know, he had to do something, and I, I'm not upset with him for, you know, making that decision, but um, another reason that the gas prices are like that is because I spoke a little bit on this earlier, but when the pandemic hit and the demand for oil evaporated, it, the refineries took a big financial hit, and the, plat the price of gasoline plummeted, so, you know, some refineries had to throw in the towel and they didn't, you know, they said the numbers didn't work and they had to close up shop, according to CNN. That's, yeah. <laughs> but um, so basically, like, you know, these during the pandemic, you know, people were stuck in the house, quarantine, all this stuff. Everything became virtual. Nobody was not a lot of people were really going to a job or working unless you have, you know, a job where you have to you know, work like my dad and stuff, but a lot of us were at home, and so gas wasn't really being used as much as it used to, and sometimes it still isn't, because, like, even now, we're having this podcast, you know, virtually, like, a lot of 
a lot of companies and stuff have gotten used to doing stuff virtual now. And it's like, you know, in some cases, it's like, why, you know, why rent out this place when I can just, you know, have people do it at home virtually and stuff like that. So they definitely, I can definitely see why they had to close up shop because I know I definitely wasn't going out every day. I was definitely stuck in the house. I know my mom was not going out every day. She was definitely stuck in the house. My dad, yeah, because he has that kind of job, but it's still looking at how many people are at home. They took, I could see how they took a really bad hit. So a lot of gas companies, you know, a lot of gas companies, they just said, you know, this isn't, you know, we're losing money. So, you know, and according to CNN, um, the chief oil analysis at Oil Price Information Service said, when you're losing money on doing it, what do you do? You stop making it. And that's when you shut down refineries. So they just weren't making money. And so they had to, you know, throw in the towel and shut down shop. And that's when, that's when those two things together really, you know, made the gas prices rise the way that they rose. So, you know, and I didn't even know that second part. I didn't even think about how, I didn't even think about how like the gas companies were affected during COVID. Like they were, you know, they had some, they had some problems going on, but um, yeah. So now I'm gonna talk about the effects of it because we definitely, have seen how these, you know, things have affected us and the rise in gas prices and stuff. So according to Vox, um, people are hurting because of these gas prices. For households that run on oil, electricity, and cooling, it is especially expensive for in the summer months because of these rising prices. The price of natural gas, a fossil fuel that supplies about 40% of power to the grid has also ridden. And the EIA expect the US household will spend about $450 more just for gasoline. And the worst is yet to come for drivers. So like, you know, households that really do run on like gas and like oil and stuff, like they're even affected even more. Like what is, do you know what your house runs on like do you know I'm not even sure I know that we have gas for I think we run on gas if I'm not mistaken because we yeah. have that little light that if it goes out then the heat doesn't work and the stove doesn't work and yeah I know I have a gas stove <laughs> that's, like, that's like as far as I know that's as far as my you know my information goes you know what I'm saying um but I know that gas is somewhere in the mix of my life and stuff <laughs> definitely and I feel like I use the stove every day so yeah. that is like you know something that yeah. can affect us exactly and like imagine like imagine if I wonder what it would be like if there's no gas. Like if all the gas, like if nobody could afford gas ever again, like even restaurants, like at that point, I know, I don't know, like we have these like fire. Electric like everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like that would be such a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. And that's like another thing with the gas prices, I think price gouging, because mm-hmm. there's like so little, like it's almost as if there's trust in pools involved. And as yeah. a collective, the gas stations are like deciding to raise their prices mm-hmm. so that they can all be on the same page and everyone has to pay the same price. So I'm thinking like relevant to if everyone had to start buying electric cars at once, they would probably raise the price because, you know, people don't have any other option. Right. More gas. So money moves. Yeah, I would definitely like, or my first car I'm hoping will be like a hybrid vehicle. So mm-hmm. it has some like electric capacity kind of preparing for the future. Yeah. Oh, preparing for the future. That's like, I'm like, I've been thinking about that lately, even just like starting this podcast and talking about these things. Like everybody, when they were becoming an adult, when they were becoming adults and like getting out of high school and stuff, they all had stuff going on. But like, there is a lot going on and a lot happening with you know us or this new generation like you know just coming out of like high school and stuff and we have been affected for sure and it's like you know it's like we I'm trying to we trying to stay on the positive side but we have like a lot to look at and a lot to think about like just with preparing for the future and stuff with everything that's going on that's crazy but yeah how do you feel about that I feel like there's like so much changing so Mm -hmm. abruptly like it's gonna be very difficult to assimilate in society right to assimilate into society compared to what our parents or the people Mm -hmm. before us went through like we're literally in a recession right now out of the pandemic like Mm -hmm. the housing market is about to crash like Mm -mm. there's shootings and stuff and monkeypox and like a whole bunch of different variants of covid like it is a lot going on very heavy yeah for sure Uh, i don't even i don't even want to think about that because it's just it's I've like I've just been thinking about that because like I've talked about monkeypox and I've talked about um I've talked about Russia and Ukraine and gas prices and I'm and I have more podcast episodes coming and it's like just come just researching these topics and stuff and just looking at all of the stuff that we have going on it is a lot you know what I'm saying but um just to talk about some more effects Um, With the summer travel season, according to the New York Times, demand for gasoline coupled with the cutoff of Russian oil is sending oil prices higher on global markets. The concern is that consumers will cut back on their spending to keep driving the miles they want or need to drive, which could drive an economy already showing some signs of weakness into a recession. The natural, the national average for gasoline could be six dollars by late, by late this summer, according to Tom Closa, the global global head of energy analysis for OPIS. Which I don't know who that is, but you know, obviously someone important. Um, and my last 
fact is states with the largest recent increase in gasoline prices include Michigan, Delaware, Maryland, and Colorado. So I, I think those are, but I think those, those states have like a, have like a trend. Aren't those like states that get cold? I don't know. They may use gas more because those are states that get really, really cold. Theory, not fact. I really don't know what I'm talking about, but just thinking of those states, those states have something in common and that's they have really bad winters. But um, yeah, that's all the facts that I have for you guys today. Just talking about the rising in gas. I hope that helped you guys gain a little bit more understanding. I know it did for me, but it's still a lot to think about. And then to know that the gas prices affect already you know looking like a recession and the gas prices you know just something else to add on to that just wow so what do you think about like all the information that i just laid on you <laughs> I, I feel like i've seen evidence of it mm -hmm. like you know especially when you were saying that they think that Americans will cut back on spending in order to continue driving. Like mm -hmm. this month, they were having like Black Friday in July. Mm -hmm. So it's like just a ploy to stimulate the economy a little bit and mm -hmm. for like stores to get consumers buying again. Right. Because I, I definitely, but I definitely see why people would, um, I definitely see why people would stop spending to drive, but I think like, I think not driving would kind of be better and like, you know, taking all alternatives like um, the bus or the train would be better, but I know like not a lot of, not a lot of people, you know, like to do that type of stuff. And so it's kind of like, I'm saying that as a theory, but ain't nobody really listening, <laughs> ain't nobody really listening to that. <laughs> Right. I feel like it's definitely an option. I know recently I've like started taking the train, mm -hmm. but there's like not enough security and things like that for people to feel secure, like taking public transit with yeah. like recent um, violent episodes that we've mm -hmm. had like all over the country. Yeah. I feel like people could believe that they will fall victim to a violent act if they take public transit right and like even with me like I I was I was uh scared of taking the train um just because I don't know if anybody has heard about or if you've heard personally about the woman getting um, raped on the train it happened it happened a while ago like a, a while ago like I think a couple of months ago but I just know I heard about it and I was afraid but talk about gas like uber <laughs> prices boomed to the sky and it was like $50 to get where I was going and it's like <laughs> and it's like nah that's a that's like a lot I would rather just you know take my little pepper spray and go where I need to go but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a lot and a lot to think about. And these gas prices, I have heard that they, they're trying to get them down. Um, but 
yeah, it's just a lot. And hopefully soon they'll be able to figure it out and stuff like that. But and maybe more refineries will open now that the demand for gas has gone up, I guess. But I don't know. I think at the same time, some people are benefiting from these gas prices. Like some people have to be benefiting from the rise in these gas prices. So maybe refineries don't want to open back up. I don't know. Theory 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 but i've just i've given you guys some facts and yeah i thank you guys for listening and tuning in to this episode of what was the reason thank you guests for joining me amina we really enjoyed having you on the show and um thank you guys for listening uh, remember that you can listen to this podcast and all of our other podcasts here at Vox on VoxACL.org, Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and don't forget to tune in to my next episode and my last episode. And until then, bye! <laughs>